Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics. Sometimes I watch them as well. In honor of the Falcon and Winter Soldier Disney Plus series being released, my friend Jesse and I are doing a review of every episode of the series. So here we are with episode number one. Stay tuned to hear Jesse and I talk about the newest installment into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just a warning, there are going to be full and complete spoilers for Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 1. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram accounts, as well as clobber that like button and leave us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes. Now, here is our review of Episode 1 of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. say you had a baby i said let's just hit it baby oh yeah man that is going to be our intro i was confused for a second um well oh my gosh jesse welcome back to cameron reads comics but today's not even quite a cameron reads comics today is the first episode in our very special falcon winter soldier episodic release yeah it's our new gig i'm really excited about this about us podcasting or about the show about this series of episodes, because I think it has potential to be a lot more than it is. I'm just like, it's so great that while we had to like miss a year of like movies, yeah, and not even like Marvel, like really a year of movies in general. Mm-hmm. Now we've got these shows that are like, honestly, watching that first episode was like I didn't expect it to be. It was almost an hour. Oh yeah, and I it, was it was like watching yeah. a movie, man. And so, like, we have like four or five movies coming out this year in the MCU, and we've got these shows that are, and I think they're fantastic, man. Yeah, these are these are movies in their own right. right. You know, it's gonna be six episodes. I thought it was gonna be uh, thirty minute episodes, but that one was like a it clean forty five. Yeah, I think it was forty eight minutes long. Yeah, and the credits are take about take up about ten minutes. So. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Yeah, so it was it was good though. Like, uh. Let's just let's just get into yeah, it man, then. Let's go. We, we got stuff planned for the series and what's going on. So first, I guess easiest question: How do you feel about the overall tone of the show thus far? Like, how did this? It's obviously such a departure from Wandavision, which was a departure from the standard MCU. So how do we feel about this thing as it is? I feel great, and you know, like I said before, the Wandavision one was a little bit. It was tough for me the first couple episodes. So jumping into this format and formula that they're using like was great like the first opening action sequence was exactly what i expected and was fantastic yeah yeah no same here i'm like it's nice to get back to that bread and butter and like you know i i think they're really leaning into some of the tonal aspects of like the winter soldier which was like a political drama and uh, it was mcu's take on a political drama sure so obviously action-packed and everything but um i think that I, I what what we're seeing already and what we have seen in like you know the they're laying the foundation for the flag smashers they're laying the foundation for U.S. agent and like all these things I'm I'm very excited. I'm not familiar with flag smasher. It's okay because I looked it up before this and before the show I just kind of like looked up okay who's the villains because we know Zemo and then I was like just who is this girl in the mask right and that is and I know U.S. agent but that is 
it was pretty much a one-off villain that was kind of it was a character. It wasn't a gang, mm-hmm. and so and really a singular character, not a group of yeah people, right? Exactly. And so I think this one is a group of people, and I th- but I think we are obviously going to see some flagship uh, members. Meaning, uh, you know, there's the one dude that yeah, they were the, looking the, after, yeah, the and, guy that kicked the dude's ass, and there's that consistently girl with the curly hair yep. that, that we see, and so. And 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 their origins are not even very specific to you know the comics because it's very much a product. They they're was it what they say? Uh, they are in a they they thought the world was better when everyone was gone. Was gone? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And they, so they're with Thanos on that whole thing, right? Yeah, and I I actually really kind of like that that we have a group that is very much Thanos was right. So yeah, I just I, I really was surprised that you know. It being like that first sequence was was like a good fifteen minute like action sequence. It very quickly morphs into like a show about the characters, and I love that they were building like the backstories for both of them. Like yeah. it was so so good. I agree. Like you know what I realized as we were watching this, and even as like that that first opening action sequence, and I think. I'm gonna ask you just how you feel about that next because there is stuff to, that was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm like that's that's the general consensus, but we'll get deeper. Um, I realized during that action sequence, during like the filming of the show, this is the most time we've spent with these two characters. I was like, even in this, like, I don't know if they've ever gotten just like 20 minutes, you know, each in yeah, the no, entire MCU. So that like 48 minute episode was more than they got through the span of let's just call it 10 movies when they were introduced. Like seriously. Yeah. And and Bucky was like in the last two in in Endgame and um uh, uh not Civil War. Endgame and the, the other one. The two last Infinity movie. War. Infinity War, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. He had like zero screen time. Yeah. Like he literally had like he picked up Rocket. Yeah. And was like shooting some bad guys. That was it, man. Well, yeah, and then he got dusted. So that's why he wasn't in majority of Endgame. Oh, yeah. But but even Wait. so. Oh, yeah. Right in front of Steve. Yeah, exactly. And that was, that but that was, was the end. It. That was the end of the movie. Yeah, I know. But but then he wasn't at the beginning of Endgame. You know, he was probably in the last 30 minutes or whatever it be. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. But even so. But even so. You but know, still. You know. Yeah. yeah they, they didn't get very much screen time. So giving it us their stories and like the way that they're you know playing it out i i think is really good it's really fantastic especially sam's like story yes it's just it's two sides of these characters that we have never seen and that's what i really am like i think that's going to be the biggest strength of the show and like again like wandavision it's going to be they're taking b-list characters and they're giving them they're just spending time with them Mm -hmm. like i okay we're gonna get into that later but First and foremost, we were talking about it just now. Action sequence, that opener. I dropped my phone. <laughs> um, how'd you how'd you feel? Like never how'd you feel about the costume? And then how'd you feel about the flight sequence? The costume was awesome. His wings were awesome. Him using like all of his uh like like wings as shields, like twenty different you know, he kept using yes. them as a shield. It it was it was amazing. His little his little homie, uh Damn it. Red Wing. Red Wing. I wanted to call him Nightwing, but that is not correct. I'm like, no, 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 that's a whole different (laughs) ball of wax. Uh, Yeah, man. Red Wing. Red Wing? Like the boots? Oh. Yeah. He's cool. Okay. I was like, yeah, (laughs) he's a homie. Right. And I loved that they brought George St. Pierre back as like. Batrock the Leaper. Yeah, man. Like, I love it. I love George St. Pierre is great. Like, he was one of my favorite uh, UFC fighters because he's like one of the goats. But man, and I, I, I was like, oh shit, he's gonna die, 
and he ah, jumps out of the plane right before it blows up, man. But that whole action sequence, the flight, uh, being able to see like almost uh, through Falcon's eyes, like in his HUD for a couple seconds. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, like so, so, so well done. That POV. And you know, the coolest part is too with that is that they, you know, a lot of the stuff in the episode was just in the trailer. And so like, you know, and we're getting it early. That's, and that's what I mean. It's like, I'm glad we're getting it early because I don't want to see the, you know, the post, I don't see the action credits in the trailer, the, the end ones. The yeah. You don't want the meat stuff. and potatoes of like what's going to happen in the show to be shown in the trailer. And you're like, well, okay, I saw that. Yeah. So to see that. And then number two is like, I don't know. It, it really, that, that whole first Falcon scene just kind of demonstrated how Sam is sick. Like Falcon's sick. I don't think we've ever spent that much time in the air with him. Like he, no, he was I, kicking ass. It was awesome. It was so cool. And like to see him th- through the canyon. And then I don't know whose idea it was to make it in like them in like the flying squirrel flight suit things. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and they're jumping from helicopter to helicopter. And then when he, they jump from one helicopter to the next, and then he flies into it, and he's just sitting in the helicopter with him, and he's like, "What's up?" Yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, Here and we go. and him just like. Oh my gosh! In midair, the stakes being as high as they were, then the heat-seeking missiles, and mm-hmm. he's flying through, and then he flies through the helicopter to rescue the dude. I was like, "That is so cool." I did have to explain to the, to my kids. They're like, "Why are those missiles following him?" I said, "Well, his where Red Wing lives is probably a source of heat because you yeah. know he's you, he's got to be hot for those heat-seeking missiles to follow him." I'm Do you like, have a jetpack? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, he's got a, the whole his whole gig is 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 putting off a heat source. So if anybody was wondering, he, he his backpack's hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's hot. I'll he's say hot. He it. is hot, man. Um, but yeah, and, and also too, I just love, 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 like for the fans that may not have caught it, I don't know, you caught it, but the return of Batrock the Leaper, that is the, the enemy that Cap goes against in Falcon Winter Soldier, like, or what am I saying? No, it's not. No, in Winter Soldier. In Winter Soldier. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. At the very beginning on the island when the dude's like doing gnarly MMA moves and Cap drops his shield and pretty much lays that fool out. That's the fool he lays out. Uh, I I thought I, I think if we go back and watch that sequence, I I thought they were very similar in, in like fighting tone. It was almost like the way what's his name, Batrack the Leaper. Batrack the Leaper. Like it was just the way his fighting style is, but that there was a a very good like parallel between those two fight scenes, and I thought it was a cool callback to like oh, just seeing Sam basically fight the same way that you know Steve would have fought the guy. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Absolutely. I just oh my gosh, it is so fun. It was. Fun. I think. I think it just this episode gave both these characters just enough that Bucky needed it because we kind of seen how he's a badass and he took on every Avenger in Civil War. And he didn't really get anything in this episode, as far as that goes. Not action wise, right? But, but yeah, like, but it's like, man, okay, you know, I've never, I've never wondered. In in the therapy session, the person asked Bucky what he wants, and I think that's for me as a fan. I'm like, usually I can tell you, you know, I think that's what what you you show. That's what shows with good characters. You can pretty much say this is what they want, yeah. and like it's very clear. I don't think it's very clear for Bucky, and I think this series is going to potentially answer that question for us. And so I'm really excited, and I like how they kind of did the tongue in cheek, uh, like, how old are you? 106 thing, and how out of touch he is, and like. There's that whole scene when the therapist is like, oh, you don't even, you haven't even checked your phone. I'm the only person you called all week. And I'm like, he is still like mentally like catching up to our reality. You know what I mean? I'm like, what does an email mean to your grandpa? Yeah, right. And she also takes his phone from him. And I don't know if you caught it. It's not like he's got an iPhone. He had like a flip phone. Yeah. She like closes it and throws it back to him. Right. But that, 
that therapy session was was fantastic showing you know like he's struggling with a, a lot of things and it's it sounded like it was like almost like the government whoever like gave him the pardon yeah was like we're gonna give you this pardon but you need to go get some some help buddy yeah it, it, of any character that needs therapy and i'm even saying greater than wanda who created in reality bucky needs therapy i agree there's there's no one whose mind has been messed with more than his i agree and and so um yeah, actually, how how'd you feel about the therapy scene? And just like, you know, I think that showed a lot of the character. And I think even from a generational perspective, I think that he's very much cut from the cloth of therapy is not, you know, it's for the week. He's yeah. like, I'm not crazy. Blah, blah, like very just in, in, in yeah, I don't like you would have in the 19, like, late 30s, early 40s. Sure. So how'd you like that sequence? Um, And uh, as well, I, I loved it. But he doesn't at first, he doesn't want to answer any of her questions. Yeah. Like you had another bad dream he's like nah i'm good and he just and nah, i'm good and she's like i know when you're lying like knock it off and then he's like oh, fine okay let's okay i'm fine and it's the sequence of like literally him having the bad dream and then cutting to therapy and then him saying i didn't have a bad dream <laughs> i also like how she wrapped it up too is like you know i'm not just a therapist like i was uh, i'm a i'm a soldier you know so she's like uh like whether it's you know an army or marine therapist um, you know, she lets that be known at the end of the therapy session, which is also like, a, you know, she was trying to talk to him like as a soldier. Yeah, she. It wasn't unintentional. You know, what I mean, they didn't just willy nilly place him with someone, and I and I appreciate no no the fictitious care that the government put into where he's right. placed. Um, but yeah, I like that scene, and I'm really excited to just spend more time with him because I want to I want to see what's going on in his head, and and again i want to find out what he wants you know uh well yeah we might know what's going on in his head we don't know what he wants but you can tell what's going on i mean he's super like remorseful that dream sequence mm -hmm. you know obviously he's having nightmares because he's regretting the people that he's murdered yeah i think what what you know what's cool too is that okay actually i might need your your help he he's hanging out with those elderly people because that's just like those are his boys or whatever because he's also 106. Yeah. Um, he's hanging out with those elderly people. How do you feel about Bucky going on the first date? Well, for for a second, I couldn't place whether the old guy was like somebody I missed from another movie that he was at what that he was young with at one time mm -hmm. and he had just aged. You know, I was like, is this one of his homies that has just aged up? And then you know you real you can realize that he's hanging out with him because he ended up killing his son. Mm -hmm. Brutal. Um, but also, oh my gosh, is that what I, I watched the episode twice and I didn't get that. Thank you. I, I didn't it, understand. So in the dream sequence in his, his nightmare when he's like, hail Hydra and the kid's like, don't shoot me. Like I won't tell anybody and he shoots him. That's the dude's son. I didn't even put Dune together. Yeah, Cause well. in the heat, the shrines there. So he's hanging out with that guy and he goes to tell him like he wanted to tell him. That's why he leaves the date. He's like, I got to go tell this dude that I, that, you know, I killed his son. Oh my god! Yeah, right. It makes the whole thing like way more. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like heavy, super heavy. I didn't realize because he randomly and and she was talking. I was like, I was like, I missed something there, and I, that's one reason why I watched it twice. And in case there's anything I missed, but like, wow. Yeah, I, you missed a big one. That was well. Now it's hit <laughs> yeah. me even better that I'm if if hopefully maybe or not hopefully, but maybe someone who's listening didn't know that either, yeah. and now they know, mm -hmm. and they we found out together. Yeah. Um. I, I, it, that was, I don't know, can I call it cute? It was like super yeah. cute the way he was just kind of like, you know, they're having beers and he, she's clearly, you know, you know, with everything that's going on. He's so out of touch. Yeah. And she's like, what is, what's wrong with this dude? But she kind of, it's kind of endearing, I think, to her. She's like, oh, I don't know your deal, but I, I would like to know. 
uh, it was it was funny, man. Yeah, I really like this sequential writing to you. Like whoever was doing that for Battleship, maybe we should get the writers down. But um, I really liked that and how it's like, oh, he can't spend long times, a long period of time talking about things. You know what I mean? And so like obviously therapy isn't working. So he's playing Battleship with her. And it's really more like snappy dialogue. We can miss. Okay, now this this is my guess. We can move on. They they, they can keep the uh, conversation going, right. and I think that's the best way for him to cope. And then you know, may, he came to the conclusion that he needed to based on therapy because they want him to start writing these wrongs or whatever it be. He came to those conclusions and um, in the battleship scene with the girl, and you know she, she's saying you're like my dad, and yeah, it was almost like that battleship scene itself was like therapy for him as well you know like he's talking to somebody who's not his therapist because he clearly was like he got up he's like i gotta go because he had to go talk to the old dude and let him know which he didn't but 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 we understand why too now i didn't understand why i was was like why you go seeing your buddy shrine there was a shrine right there you know i did not put two and two together right there in front of you it's all good you were you were distracted or something. I was just, you know, hanging out. You know what I do on my computer while I watch those is I type notes. And if I type the notes. But I remember literally, I know exactly what you're talking about. And he says, don't, I didn't see anything. Oh, anyways. Anyways, anyways. <clears throat> yep. I think, I think one of the core themes we're going to see with Bucky and his list is, I'm really excited to see it enacted. Because we're going to see Bucky with his list. And I think Bucky's whole journey within coping with Steve's loss is just dealing with loss in general. Does it remind you of Arya and her list? Oh my gosh. Now it does. <laughs> yeah, right? I miss that one too. You got a little list. You cross people off, but he's crossing people off in the good way where she's murdering people. He's like, okay, I made this up, made that up. Yeah. I made up for my mistakes. Yeah. So he's trying. He's the reverse Aria. He, I think Bucky's whole arc is going to be coping with loss and Sam's whole arc is now coping with legacy. So on the flip side, like, because you know, for example, he, I think Sam's holding on to the past where it's like, the shield isn't mine. And I really love that dialogue and that he leans into that and then he gives it to the government. That's what he does. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, his speech was great. Mm. And I did not watch it twice. I wanted to, but I didn't have time. I was too busy watching that long ass Justice League movie. <laughs> Good. Um, but do, at the I'm just going to skip to the end. At the end, when they're about to introduce, you know, that USA, whole new yeah. whatever cap or they called him Captain America, but I'm like, that's U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Is that guy using the same speech that Sam gave? I'm like, I think he's just reusing the speech that Sam gave. I didn't notice. Like, I, I, I think it was so like just like they're just they just ripped everything from him. Like Sam gave that speech and it was great. I think that guy was just giving the same speech. Like, what a prick. It's what you know. What really? It's like they're like, they're like, thank you so much. For giving us the, that's that the thing that I noticed the most is he I didn't realize he gave them back the shield and then and then they're like thank you so much for like doing that la la even though that was never the intention is no to, but then on top of that uh, they gave him back the shield and he then they gave it to someone else that's why I'm like that's when I'm like oh my gosh and I loved loved this like very it's not sneaky but it was like the cameo with Rhodey. In there, and him, he's like, "Why didn't you take it?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm so glad we had like that dynamic between those two dudes." Yeah, standing in that like cap museum too was was great. A very beautiful scene. Yeah. Um, and and I really like that set piece that they that they kind of it, it's been a staple now in Captain America lore for a couple sequences. I thought in my mind though, I was like, "Look, he don't have no problem walking anymore." Remember how he like broke his back? Like, yeah, those legs work good. 
He doesn't even limp, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he literally has like robo legs. Yeah, I know, I know. He's I, full Darth Maul in like Clone Wars or yeah, whatever. full fully. Did you just hit your microphone? I kicked it, and I, I even got a new we've, mic stand. We've graduated from smacking the microphone to just straight up kicking him. Yeah, I was. I'm passionate. Okay, but wait, this is the thing, because so we see Bucky with the loss in his list, but Sam's narrative is simultaneously happening with the Cap legacy and his family's boat. Yeah, and while the like Bucky thing is like. You know, it's messed up because he's killing dudes and like, you know, he's feeling remorse for killing that guy's son. Like Sam's thing is so much more like fucked up because like he's like trying to save the family boat and trying to help his sister out with the family business. She wants to sell it all. And he's like, don't worry, we'll get you alone. Like, no problem. Like, I'm an Avenger. And then they go to the bank, dude, and the guy shuts him down. And it's like. It's just fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? The guy wants a selfie. He's like, I can't help you, man. You haven't been around. There's no income. And I like that they addressed that. Yeah, and also, like, you know, he was kind of like, don't you guys, didn't like, does he say something about Stark leaving you money or something like that? Whatever he says, yeah. he's like, yeah, man, it doesn't work like that. Like, it's basically off of goodwill. And I was like, dang, superheroes don't get paid? Just, no wonder they're supervillains. Go rob a bank. <laughs> Literally, you know, they have the compound for the Avengers, but I, I think that's really for someone more like Wanda or Vision, where it's like, we don't have a home, yeah. you know? And so I like that. I just like but it. But I, I, I loved the interaction between him and his sister where he couldn't help getting snapped away and she did the best that she could when he wasn't there and he's explained that. And she also says to him, well, you ran off and joined the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Like when you, you, the first time you disappeared wasn't because of the snap. And it's just like, damn. Yeah, and even even the, the dialogue with the bank teller, like I just think, you know, it's so smart and, and it just, I really just, you appreciate and you see the thought that goes into an episode like this Yeah, where, where he says, oh yeah, like, no, that, that used to be the old policy, but with everyone coming back, we've had to honor so many. It's like we, they, they're running, you know, banks getting empty handed, like there's financial ramifications with, or economic ramifications with everyone coming back. So. Yeah. And you understand that. You I mean, you can't like the guy's doing his job, but he's kind of a douchebag about it, you yeah. know? But yeah, you, it, it is th- super thought out. Like they were like, you know, the, the writers are, you know, they, they didn't leave any holes. Yeah. And, and, and it's all been set up. Like I'm so, I'm just so looking forward to where the series is going. Um, I'm, I love it. I don't really have any idea, like I was saying before. Like that's why I'm excited. Is I don't really know where this is going to end up at. Where before with Wanda, I'm like, ah, oh, Magneto mutant spa. <laughs> like nothing happened. But that's what I was thinking the whole time. So I'm really <laughs> glad I can just sit back and watch this one. Could you imagine? It. Could you imagine if this one's the one with mutants? Like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I could. I mean, I yeah, sure. They just be Baron Zemo's like. Let there be mutants. No, that would be stupid, but... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not rooting for that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so we have... We're going to wind down because these episodes are only meant to be 30 minutes because Cameron only has so much time to edit, but also... It, watch the series and then come come listen along. And remember, send us fan questions. I actually have our very first fan question from a great fan, Kyle Kurtz. He DM'd us on Instagram and he said this. I guess I hadn't ever thought... Of, I guess I haven't ever thought of it until this show when Bucky said his age. While Cap was frozen, he was murdering. How is he so young still? And so That's a great question. That is a great question. I'm like, again, when it comes to being thought out, there's a transition for you. When it comes to things that are well thought, I'd say that question is very well thought. So thank you, Kyle, for submitting a question. And now, Jesse and I, I texted this to Jesse, and we talked about it. So you said you were confused, too. Uh, 
well, he mentions it twice. He, I think he mentions it to the therapist and then he mentions it to his date. He like says it to her and she's like, haha, you're 106, right? It, and I was like, wait a minute, how, if Cap was frozen, why isn't Bucky, why isn't Bucky old? Yeah. He and should I, be old, right? Yeah. And I think that, well, I think technically he is because it, well, he I, is old. His age is literally just him being like, I was born this year. Yeah. Take that as you will. Yeah. Um, but obviously, in Civil War and in Winter Soldier, you see him. He's a sleeper agent, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, that he goes on ice and, and then they just wake him up sporadically to do missions. And so let's say, honestly. Missions? They wake him up to assassinate people. Yeah, no, they're, they're missions. And they <laughs> put him back on ice. Then they put him back on ice. And so I think that's the big thing is that he, he I wouldn't I wouldn't say he spent more than, you know, a month doing missions, you know, into the time he was frozen to not because I'd imagine he gets the job done very quickly. And I think that now that I, that, you know, like, oh yeah, I think that they showed that. I mean, they didn't explain that, but they put him back into that chair. Yeah, right? exactly. Isn't there even like the hypnosis thing that they say to wake him up and to put him back? Yeah, to like reactivate him. Yeah. They, and, and, oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite parts of Civil War where they just literally, he, in Zemo, oh my gosh, that's where Zemo's coming in to just read the, uh, you know the the sequence the of words, yeah, the password yeah, that if you will activates the Winter Soldier for his mission. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I freaking love it! But that's right, isn't that kind of like his cryo chamber that yeah. he's in right there? Yeah, this right? Is, it's the very opening scene of Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It uh, they could have they could have had a little flashback scene. Ah, whatever. They could have mentioned something. I mean, everything's so well thought out. They could have mentioned it again, but I guess yeah. they didn't have to. There's also know. still time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't say he's much older because that's why that's why he has an age because he ju- he would just go back to sleep. Sure. Um, but yeah. So thanks for that fan question. Okay. But now that he does not get to sleep, like same as like what how Cap would have. They they will he will age now. Mm-hmm. Right, he's like normal guy, other than being a super soldier. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Um. Oh. 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 Hold on. So this is six months after Endgame, mm-hmm. and Captain America is still Steve is still alive. No. No, he's dead. He's dead now. Did it show that? That was his funeral that Sam spoke at. Oh, it was. I, In that episode. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. He thing. might. You okay. Oh, things. Wait. I miss things. Are you sure? Old Cap. Okay. How's this? I don't think we have a confirmed death of old Cap, but yeah, because he was the old man when he hit him in the shield. Yeah, yeah. If, if he's alive, he's like you know ninety one hundred. No, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually one hundred six, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, oh, I guess you would be right. Be and old. so that's old. And so he, I don't think. And Kevin Feige and fans. And I don't need him back. I'm just I wondering, like, is yeah. old Cap dead now? He, yeah, he's he might you know it's, uh, for all intents and purposes, yes, yes he's dead. Sure. He's not going to come back. And if he's not, he's just hanging out in his rocker. Kind of like that scene from House of M. Remember when they go to Brooklyn and they look for all the oh yeah, and they try to wake him up, but he's an old man. They're like, we're going to leave him. That's 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 what's happened. They lifted that from that story. Oh yeah, they did for sure. I think so. I love it. Um, And they were like, let's leave him alone. Look, he's old and happy, peaceful. We're not going there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so I have two more questions for you, and then we're going to wrap it up because these are shorter episodes. Um, what would you rate this episode out of five? Oh, we're on a five star rating now. We're on a five star rating for that's the, cool for an episodic, and then you, we are going to eventually do once the series wraps. That's going to be our Keanu Reeves comics episode. Of it's going to be a series review, so we'll do that out of ten. Oh uh, man, coming out of the gates like that, I I there was nothing that I disliked about that. I'm not going to give it a five, but it's a four and a half for sure. Great, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
And that's the cool part about this scale. It's a little easier to navigate. I'd say, yeah, no, honestly, I'd probably, I'd probably meet you in a four and a half. It wasn't, yeah. I don't know, it didn't lag at all. I'm excited to see the Flag Smashers and where that goes next. Yeah. Um, how do you feel, or is there anything you're looking forward to? Like, or anticipate? Yeah, I want to see how they're going to bring Zemo back into the, like, how, like, is he, is he have something to do with the Flag Smashers? Are they unrelated? Oh how is he going to come back? You know, like, how are they going to, you know, are they going to, fight with each other or are they is he in agreement with what they're doing in their whole movement i'm i'm curious about that so. yeah i'm excited to see his motivations because it was very clear during the last one um it was very clear during the last film that or civil war yeah what his motivations were and then how that came to fruition and so i'm excited for that but for this one i'm excited i'm number one very excited to see zemo but i'm also so excited to see the u.s agent stuff because i think we are going to get like Remember the fight from Civil War where it's Cap and uh, Bucky fighting Iron Man and there's that sequence of them throwing the shield to each other like mid-fight? Mm-hmm. I think we are going to get a fight sequence on that level with this film are, or with this movie. <clears throat> show. They'll, they'll explain the U.S. agent or new Cap, whatever you want to call him. Like, Is he a super soldier? Do they soldier this dude up or is he just a guy that is... The guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes to both. Um, uh, though from what I recall, U.S. agent was uh, it's it, it's a moniker. It was a title that Cap would take on when he. So you know, in multiple storylines, you know, he's obviously his title is Captain America, but sometimes he doesn't quite agree with what uh is going on politically in America, or like, does America even need me to be a captain, or can I be a captain of the world, whatever it is. Um. He would take on the moniker U.S. agent when he didn't want to be known as the guy who defended his country. But then that moniker got tossed around. And I think for this one, they are just claiming this guy is... I think he's... So is he a super soldier? I don't think he's a super soldier by taking the super soldier serum. What I think he might be enhanced. You know what I mean? Okay. But but like, because the whole thing is nobody can duplicate the super soldier serum. And, and we'll find that out. They'll explain it. Yeah. Because he can't come in kicking ass and like... We're like, why is this dude kicking ass? They'll explain it. Is it just me, or does he look like Joffrey? That's that's who I see. No, I literally see just Joffrey. Well, and do you know Batman. who the actor is that plays him? No, I didn't look it up yet. No, he doesn't look like Joffrey. Okay, he that's look, just me. Mean. He looks like that dude from Harry Potter. Yes, which one? The funny looking one. That's all of no. Never mind. I like the Harry Potter cast. A good looking cast, but that's. Except for the funny looking one. Okay, is it Neville? Because I don't see Neville in that guy. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, for coming on the super special episode of Cameron's Comics. Remember to send us your questions, uh, and you can DM me or Jesse. We'll repost it. Uh, this we're really excited and to keep doing these episodic reviews. It's a great series so far, and we're excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to clobber that like button uh, and press subscribe. And please, please, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thank you, Jesse. We're so glad to see you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.